conversations with Tony. Some five minute interviews with the guests at the retreat. And today I'm sitting with the lovely Sonny Singh. Sonny, you entered the poetry world later in life and it came at an, as an inspiration to you. Can you tell us quickly what that was like for you discovering the joy of being able to write poetry? Absolutely. Um, so first of all, thank you for having me. Um, I discovered poetry during COVID. I had, um, always had, or for many years have had a daily writing practice. Yeah. Uh, I do a lot of stream of consciousness, just whatever yes. comes without judgment. Mm -hmm. uh, and I found that during the first, uh, in fact, days of COVID, a lot of my writing sounded lyrical. Yes. Uh, and then when I started actually realizing one, recognizing it, um, and putting it out in stanzas, uh, it occurred to me I was writing poetry and now I'd never intended to do that. It just sort of came essentially out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. uh, but clearly it had to have been percolating for a oh, while. Wow. Uh, and then, you know, once I started writing poetry, it just it flowed. I mean, I could go writing ten poems a day sometimes. Sometimes I could go weeks without writing, but then when it came, it just hit me and it was like bang, 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 bang. And so all of my poetry I actually write out by hand. Uh, and then I pass it on to a computer, and I think that's just because of it, that's and where it came. And do you think that that's the spiritual connection for you, is yeah. the, the mind, hand, paper yes, very connection so. for you? I, I would say for me, um, writing, like actually seeing my words on paper is a lot more impactful than typing. I can sit down in front of a laptop and just start typing, Yes. Um, but I, I would say a lot of my poetry is a lot, it's a lot more visceral. Uh, in the sense that it, it, it captures a lot of deep feelings or deep thoughts and so it comes out or flows better hand to paper. Um, and so, Definitely. Yeah, as you say, there's that connection. What was that moment like when you thought, oh my goodness, I can write, and I can write poetry? <laughs> Shocking, um, yeah. because I've always been a lover of reading poetry didn't ever think that I actually had either the wit or sort of the mental capacity to write poetry. I just thought, you know, I tend to be reserved when I speak, but when I write, I verbose. I mean, it's just, yes. I write yes. long paragraphs of things yes. that most of the time I end up having to edit. Mm -hmm. And you know, poetry is really short. Like mm -hmm. You have to capture yes. a moment in just a few words. Yes. It's an essence. Uh, so I just, I, it's, yeah, surprised me. I didn't think that I had it in me to write poetry. And so now you're actually up to the third book. And I have um, to say, they are beautiful books, beautifully presented, and seem to capture the essence of you. Do you think now that this will be part of what you do, is continue to write poetry? Absolutely. I actually have two more books of poetry in the works that will be a separate uh, kind of collection. I still have to speak to Karen about it. <laughs> <laughs> so my publisher doesn't know. She knows it's in the works, but I haven't actually talked to her about it. Yeah. But it's a very different uh, form of writing than the first three. So the yes. first three were sort of, in a way, a personal journey, mm -hmm. um, going through a period of self-reflection and what yes. that meant, uh, facing things about my life that I hadn't wanted to, that it almost became inevitable wow. to to yeah. do, like I just came to a point, oh, okay, now I have to face who I am, 
yes. and then how I embraced it and moved forward with yeah. it. And so that's why the collection is Embody, Embrace, Embolden, and that's yeah. the journey that I went on. And the, the poetry that I'm writing now is very different um, because it's it's more of now I'm exploring, okay, so now that I've recognized I'm a poet, what where do I go from here? Yes. And it's kind of trying to forge that path. Yeah, yeah. The other thing, Sonia, I wanted to um, ask in the last minute was your metaphysical studies. And I love the word metaphysical because it encapsulates in me the idea of spiritual, mental, balanced wonderfulness. Mm -hmm. You're currently writing, can you quickly tell us in the next 60 seconds what you're writing about now in terms of your studies? So I'm working on my dissertation, I actually have the uh, first draft of it. Um, the thesis is the key to healthy boundaries is self-love. Um, Absolutely. And it's more of a mindset than an actual Definitely. practice. You know, a lot of times when you talk about self-love, people think it's self-care and that you need to give yourself a massage or a quiet moment. But it's really an internal process yeah. of seeing yourself as... The conversations as, you have exactly in your head, head when no one else knows. Exactly. And it's when you see yourself as valuable and worthy that you're clearer on where you're comfortable with your boundaries and having them be balanced. Fantastic. Sonny, thank you so much for your five minutes today. <laughs> thank You've you been for brilliant. The time. <laughs> thank you.